0: Hey everyone, Summit here, and welcome to the Church of LSP. Today we'll be discussing the third episode of Season 1, Prisoners of Love. This episode introduces the Ice King, a crazy wizard who steals princesses in the attempts to marry one of them. We'll be seeing a lot more of him in future episodes, so I'm just going to leave it at that. Let's go ahead and do a short overview of the plot. The episode starts with Finn and Jake sledding in the snow and just generally having a good time when they crash into the Ice King. He's none too happy to see them since they're trespassing on his property, the Ice Kingdom. And they reveal that they're trying to just beat the heat. Come on, brother. We're just trying to beat the heat.
1: Yeah, there's a big sleepy lava man in our front yard. And he is so hot.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Wait, wait, no,
2: I take the back. I, I mean, not like sexy hot.
0: No, no, you do mean sexy hot.
2: No, I mean, I don't care.
0: But Ice King doesn't want to hear their excuses about why they're in his domain. And instead, attacks them by bringing to life some snow people, like in a deranged Frosty the Snowman style. But Finn and Jake they make quick work of the uh, the ice people, so Ice King just freezes them in a huge block of ice instead, and starts wheelbarrowing them up to his castle. Upon entering, it's revealed that he has a bunch of princesses trapped in in an ice prison of sorts.
1: Hello,
2: ladies.
0: Oh my, god, he's back. oh my god, Now now
2: I brought you a baby and a puppy. Finn, are you okay? Huh? Wildberry Princess? Hot dog princess? What uh, what's going on?
0: We're all prisoners, Finn. Ice King! He throws Finn and Jake inside the prison and the ice breaks, which frees them, into the larger prison with all of the other princesses. And a confused Finn wonders, you know, what the heck's going on? Ice King goes on to explain why he's imprisoning these princesses.
1: Why are you keeping these girls prisoners, jerk? You don't understand. I collect princesses
2: because I want to marry one.
1: Well, why'd you capture six of them if you just want
0: to marry one?
2: I'm collecting them all first to be sure I make the right choice. You're
0: both too young to understand, but marriage is a serious thing and lasts forever. You can't just rush into it, you know? Finn vows to help free them and get them married to whatever sweet thing that they want to be married to. He checks his backpack for something to attack the Ice King with, finds his flute, and hurls it at the Ice King. Unfortunately it's in bad shape so it breaks apart almost immediately. Luckily Jake has the bright idea to turn his hand into a key so they can get out, but Ice King isn't having it and freezes him in a block of ice so Jake can't use his magic stretchy powers. Finn loses his temper and tries to get the Ice King to come inside the cell and fight him one-on-one. Ice King! You had better
1: either set us free or come in here and fight me! Because otherwise, I'm going to flip
0: out!
2: Oh, are you trying to hit me? Well, excuse me because I have to go potty in the bathroom. Ice King!
0: Jake tells Finn to calm down and tend to the princesses. Slime Princess reveals that they've been held there for weeks. Lumpy Space Princess, she just tells Finn she's bored. And Lumpy Space Princess, how do you fare? I'm bored, and I'm not having any fun. What? Not having any fun? Last night I read you the story of Baby What's-It in the bottle Prince. <laughs> that wasn't fun,
2: that was lame.
0: Other princesses, do you feel the same way?
2: <laughs> uh, when you say lame, do you spell L-A-N-E-M? <laughs> well, here,
0: watch, I'll show you. We'll have some fun. My middle name. So to get everyone to start having fun, Ice King starts giving everyone an instrument so they can make some music together. While the princesses and Ice King jam out, Finn starts devising a plan on how to escape. He tells Ice King to go get some more fun stuff so he can relay his plan to the princesses.
1: Alright,
2: I've got a plan for how to get out of here. First, everyone needs to be dancing and laughing and saying fun things like, whoopee, okay? When the Ice King comes back, everyone played up like he wanted to come inside the jail and party with us. And then when he steps inside, wham! I'm gonna beat guitar at him with these while you all take care of Jake. Everyone on board with this? Uh Sweet, nice plan,
0: dude! Upon returning, Ice King seems a little sad that everyone is having so much fun without him. However, after his initial skepticism, his inner desire to be accepted by the group ends up being his downfall as he opens the prison door and steps inside. Thinking that he's finally one of the group. What is this? We're
1: having fun
0: with <laughs> <laughs> Because I left the room? Because they like it here! Because they like you! Because you're a really fun guy! I don't get this. Stop buying it! Dance harder! <laughs> yeah, <but she laughs> Come on, Ed Harren. Wanna dance with Ice King? Come on! Really?
1: <laughs> you want to dance with me?
0: Oh, yeah! Oh, we're here! <laughs> we're
2: here! Wow! Okay? Yes! Yes! Yes. Wait! No! Don't leave!
0: I'll kill you all! Finn makes quick work of the Ice King and kicks him into the bars of the cell, knocking him out. We see that the Ice King is having some sort of dream sequence where he ends up meeting an owl after some introspection. Why do people not like me? Is it because I'm a magic user? Or is my beard too shaggy? <sighs> I try so hard to be a good husband for girls
1: What's wrong with me? Oh, you're a
2: sociopath Oh you uh, <laughs> I know you're probably a, a big nerd
0: Hey <laughs> why don't you try being cool like me? <laughs> What happened? Princesses Upon waking, the Ice King is alone in his castle with only the comfort of his penguins. We see Finn and Jake make their escape with all the princesses, and Slime Princess asks Finn an important question. Thank you. For saving us, Finn.
1: You're welcome, Slime Princess. And remember when you said you'd vow to marry us to the thing of our choosing?
2: Yes? Well, I'd like to marry you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, well, help that. Jake, help me.
0: Oh, uh, Slime Princess, you shouldn't marry Finn. <laughs> he pees his pants constantly, all the time. Yeah. Oh,
1: gross! Put me down! Put me down! (laughs) I'm sorry, Jake?
0: (laughs) So that's the episode in a nutshell. Now, this episode dealt a lot with marriage and dating. Even though you can tell that the Ice King is kind of crazy with his insane method of trying to find a wife and all, he's still able to grasp the sanctity of marriage. One of the princesses also mentions how he asked them what their favorite sports teams were and what quirks they had, which isn't too far off from how dating kind of works in the real world. At the end of the day, it seems like the Ice King just wants to be loved, which is something that every human desires at some point in their life. Now I'm not trying to defend his actions or anything here, but you know. When it comes to women, kidnapping and imprisoning his potential wives doesn't seem to be a good way of impressing the ladies by any stretch of the imagination. It also seems that beyond romantic love, Ice King also just wants to be accepted in general. It's why he was so easily tricked into opening the prison door. So it seems like he might just be a lonely guy, and that's something I can sympathize with. I feel like most everyone gets lonely at some point in their life, so even though the Ice King is a princess snatching dingus, I still can't help feeling sorry for him. It's like when you see a person doing something that you know will end up hurting them, but you can't do anything about it since you've already tried warning them. They just have to learn the hard way and make the mistake themselves. All you can do is wait patiently and accept them with open arms once they return a little bit wiser. Switching gears a little bit, I think my favorite part of this episode is when Ice King is knocked out and doing some soul-searching in that dream sequence. He wonders if people don't like him because he's a magic user, which I thought was a brilliant way to refer to the stigma that's attached with doing drugs. For a long time, I think I had the same views on drugs as most anyone who grew up in the suburbs of the American South during the 90s, which is essentially, drugs are bad, don't do them. I like to think I've expanded my views since then, partially through reading up on the various effects of different drugs and partially through the use of them as well. Now, I was a bit of a late bloomer when it came to drugs. I didn't do any col- I didn't do any until college, and for the first few years I only tried them in a few scattered occurrences. And just to be perfectly clear here, I am also including alcohol and caffeine under the wide umbrella that the word drug encapsulates. I was very much what you'd call straight edge and thought of myself as better than those who did do drugs on on the regular. It wasn't really until after my second year of college, when I was almost 21, that I drank alcohol or coffee on any regular basis. I was also introduced to marijuana around this time, but I didn't really partake on a regular basis until I'd almost graduated, and for anyone who doesn't know me, you might actually be judging me right now for being a magic user. And that's totally fine. I'm not here to change your mind if that's how you believe. I will say that my opinions of drugs changed to a great degree when I stopped listening to what everyone around me just had parroted you know, throughout my entire life and actually you know, tried them myself. Along with a healthy curiosity of wanting to know exactly what I was putting into my body, I read way too much about the various drugs and their effects online, when I probably should have been studying or paying more attention in class. So now, if you were to ask me what my views on drugs are, the most succinct way I can put it is this. What the law deems as bad drugs, and what drugs are actually bad for you, aren't a perfect match. So, do your own research and make your own opinion, and don't just take the word of those around you, especially those who haven't tried the drugs themselves. And I think that's where I'll end this long tangent on drugs from such a minor line that somehow ended up having a huge chain reaction in my brain. Let's move on to our guest for this episode, Miss Juliana Lira. She's one of the primary people who got me into Adventure Time way back in college. So we've had many discussions centered around the show. Let's switch over to one that we finally recorded for all of you fine folks.
1: Adventure awaits!
2: I don't see any adventures going on anywhere. I think we're good to just sit here for a while and just talk about our feelings. Hey, everyone. Summit here with my longtime friend, Juliana. And like I did with TJ, I'll let her introduce herself. So take it away.
1: Hi, guys. I'm Juliana. I studied animation at um, SCAD here in Atlanta um, for my undergrad. And so I really love just any sort of cartoon, really. But Adventure Time is definitely my favorite one.
2: Yeah, we've watched pretty much all the episodes together throughout the years and I always get a cool preview into the animation side of Adventure Time because it yeah. is it is a gorgeous show. Like I was even noticing during this episode, um, that there's like a beautiful sunset happening while Ice King is like taking Finn and Jake away like as they're frozen in his wheelbarrow. Yeah. I've no I've been noticing a lot like the backgrounds and sunsets throughout the episodes. But uh, but yeah, so I just kind of wanted to ask you. I guess I sort of mentioned it, but you're a longtime veteran of the show as well. Yeah. So we're gonna try to not spoil anything for anybody who's like watching along as we cover the episodes. But this That's is a be difficult. <laughs> yeah yeah this is a big one because this is the first introduction of the Ice King, and he is a very much a like a major character. In this episode, he comes off as the the main villain of the show. And, you know, we see him stealing these princesses, trying to get married to one of them, even though he grabbed six. And, uh, you know, when when he was doing that and he was explaining his rationale, it didn't sound super crazy, honestly, because he's like... It
1: was just really creepy. Yeah,
2: he did it. Like, yeah. he has a, a good intention. He even, like, understands the sanctity of marriage, right? Yeah. And uh, But he's just, like, going about it all wrong. And uh I just thought that was, like... Really, like, interesting how his heart's in the right place, but he just has like no idea, as to how he wants to or how he needs to accomplish his goals without like scaring everybody off.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like, what was just like going through your head, I guess, because you know you have the female perspective, and that's like something that's not super widespread in a lot of areas of media.
1: Right. Well, I guess it's it's funny because he he really thinks that he's doing the right thing. Yeah like he he's really desperate to find like just like company. He just like he literally just wants friends. He's just like really lonely mm-hmm. and he just sits at home with his penguins all day. Yeah.
2: It's
1: weird and crazy. His his craziness I guess prevents him from making friends because he gets too excited every time he has a chance.
2: Yeah. Uh, you can see how hard he's trying to like get everybody to like him and he's like trying to you know make them do fun things and mm-hmm. um i forget which princess it was but she was like he started asking us about our like quirky behavior and yeah. what sports we liked and
1: <laughs> we tried to tell him as little as possible yeah
2: <laughs> and which like kind of gives the uh i guess the idea of like he tried to like basically date all of them yeah um but once again he has no idea how to do it you know you don't lock up your potential uh wife to be yeah and just
1: like questioning them yeah one by one
2: mm-hmm.
1: like eh, do I like you
2: yeah actually now that we're talking about this I kind of um I've always thought like dating is like kind of weird it's like a weird interview it is where you're just like trying to like see if you're a good fit and so like I don't know like that's how I started treating my interviews and my dates where it's just like we're just getting to know each other if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out yeah. And it takes some of the pressure off, at least for me, just to be like, it sucks because it's like, oh, you didn't hire me or you didn't want to date me. Yeah. But uh, if we're not a good fit, we're not a good fit, right? And so uh, there's, it's not like we're missing out on anything. We would have just had a bad time probably.
1: Right. Yeah. No, that's definitely happened before. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. And I mean, the show always makes like those really interesting like parallels with just about like social mm-hmm. life, I guess, mm-hmm. in general. With, like, Princess Bubblegum and Finn and Jake and their friendship, you know?
2: Yeah. So, uh, I guess a full disclosure, we just watched some of the newer episodes, uh, like, up-to-date season seven stuff. Yeah. And uh, there have been developments, of course, um, (laughs) which, you know, like I said, we're going to try not to go into too much of those. But, you know, just going off of what was in the actual episode, like, Finn and Jake just trying to have a good time, beat the heat. There was There's a, a
1: lava <laughs> monster sleeping in the front yard. Like, yeah. And that's just like, like a normal occurrence. Yeah. You know,
2: Finn's <laughs> like, oh, he's super hot, you know, but then Jake's like, oh, what kind of hot do you mean? That got me actually thinking the word hot. Um, I've talked to you about this before, but it's, it's a very tough word in the English language mm-hmm. because it's got a
1: lot of different meanings. Yeah. It's got a lot of different meanings <laughs> as we
2: just, you know, saw. And um, in uh, my, in the tongue that I grew up with, which is Gujarati, like, there's two different words for a food being spicy and a food being temperature wise hot. Yeah. It's and the in Portuguese. Exactly. Just, it's and like so like separate things. Yeah. And like, you know, <laughs> every language has those little quirks. But hot is just one of those words that you just hear all the time. And like if you don't have the context as a if you don't if you're like a non English speaker and you don't have that context, it can be like kind of difficult for you to figure out what's happening in a sentence. But that's just like something I've noticed like throughout my life. And uh, was re- reminded of when, like, Jake was making fun of Finn. Yeah. So, you know, we we come up on Ice King. He takes him into his lair, <laughs> uh, his kingdom, whatever. Trail mix. Yeah, he's eating trail mix, you know. And Finn actually mentioned some trail mix in his backpack, yeah, too. Yeah,
1: that was really funny. I don't think I had noticed that the yeah. first time I watched it.
2: Yeah, and uh, I also remarked while we were watching, like, I had no idea Finn played the flute. Because <laughs> it's been so long since that's ever been a thing.
1: And it's such a cool... I, the thing with the flute I love, it's such a cool, like insight into his character Mm -hmm. because like he's really good at it but it's like in terrible shape
2: yeah right
1: so he like throws it and just like falls apart (laughs) like it was just like sitting in his backpack and he was like oh i remember that i know how to play the flute like (laughs) i'm like a kid and i have no idea what i'm doing
2: yeah and something else i was sort of reminded of as we were watching was finn okay so finn's like 12 years old he like his first instinct basically in this episode is to just start raging against (laughs) like the bars and uh (laughs) You know, in, even in episode two, he does a similar thing. Where episode two was um, Lumpy Trouble in Lumpy Space, where they okay, first introduced yeah. uh, LSP. Mm-hmm. And uh, at one point, like the guys with the the antidote to the lumpiness, they just like go off with it, and then Finn's just like making primal yells and has no idea what to do. And not really spoilers, but like you know, in the more recent episodes, but he's, he's 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 a lot more chill.
1: Yeah,
2: he like lets other people. Do their business. He's like he's not rushing into battles as quickly. He said, "Let's just see how it plays out," kind of deal. So we see him like mature over time. But these earlier episodes, he's very much a twelve-year-old and just throwing tantrums. Yeah. And I'm sure you know a lot about that working with kids, like for most of your life, I think, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. (laughs)
1: Well, it's funny, right? It's funny at the same time because you kind of are reminded of like yourself when you were like that. Yeah. You know, which is, I mean, it's a big part of the show. How even, like, the the kind of mood of the episodes, like, changes as he grows up.
2: Are you thinking um, of anything in particular?
1: I'm trying not to give spoilers as a thing. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, just, like, the themes of the episodes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: How it's possible that, like, we're seeing the world through Finn's eyes. Yeah,
2: this is a theory I've shared with you. Yeah,
1: so, so you yeah. Know, when he's a little kid, the show is, like, all, like, super light-hearted and just, like, silly. I mean, it's still super silly. Even in the that more, hasn't gone away. Even in the more recent
2: episodes, yeah. we're still making fart jokes. Yeah, definitely. So. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, you Isn't know. Isn't
1: there a compilation on YouTube of like every? Jake's has <laughs> yeah, yeah, there has I to think be. There is. It's yeah, fantastic. there's a few episodes <laughs> where the
2: end they just end with Jake like farting. Yep,
1: this pocket Jake.
2: So yeah, <laughs> so yeah, I, yeah. That's like my theory. It's like you know we're seeing uh Finn we're seeing the world through Finn's eyes and he's 12 so it's not really relationship heavy. It's not really you know, adult topics as of right now, but as he grows into, you know, being an adult, um, I think he's 17 in the most recent season. Yeah. So, you know, he's going through puberty. He's, you know, getting those, getting those feels, those feelings, (laughs) Um, you know, and uh, then that starts to like color how he sees the world and what he cares about in his world. So yeah, it becomes like less uh, archetypical adventures of like swords and you yep. know dragons and more into yep,
1: there is some really cool swords though oh yeah yeah oh yeah
2: we got it. i oh love i know god. you love the swords you yes. do that little art project with swords um yeah oh
1: my god that was so much fun
2: yeah so uh i guess also not really spoilers but you know finn has a bunch of swords because he fights stuff and uh they evolve over time he gets different swords which is cool which might be a reflection on how he changes as a person you know
1: yeah the way that he uses them and stuff too
2: yeah exactly
1: so something that's uh a little off topic from that, but that I um, that I thought about mm-hmm. is the fact that Princess Bubblegum is not one of the princesses in the jail cell
2: in this oh, episode. That's true. And she's
1: already been like shown to be like a major character in the first in the first episode at least. She wasn't in the second episode, right? She was don't barely. Don't they start at the beginning on the bouncy yeah things? I'm always
2: super impressed by yeah. your memory of uh, episodes. Like I <laughs> I've don't seen
1: them a lot. <laughs> yeah, like like I haven't seen episode two in a long time, but I've seen it so many
2: times. Yeah, that's why that's what always yeah. boggles me. It's just like. <laughs> I think I watch a lot of Adventure Time and then I can like reference a one-off episode that I saw like last week and you know it just as well as <laughs> I do. <laughs> um, but yeah,
1: yeah. So I know I mean, I like it a little bit. Yeah, not, yeah. Not a lot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, so yeah, she barely makes an occurrence and then uh, she's like, she's like, oh, I just drank too much tea and then like runs off. Right, and okay. So...
1: But the first episode she sends, er, it's the Slumber Party one, right?
2: Yeah, Slumber Party Panic. and So yeah.
1: She's, she's so they already yeah, introduced her as like this very like, smart kind of
2: scientific and also uh, like
1: mother like yeah type of princess or woman i guess um and then the fact that she's not one of the ones that got captured because like she's not so easily captured you know yeah yeah Um, it's true is a it was an interesting like little tidbit that um that i just like thought about watching it this time around
2: right there was uh in the second episode uh, we introduced Hot Dog Princess, just barely. She was, like, one of the ones... She was, like, the, some someone bouncing on one of the marshmallow tea parties. <laughs> and she's in this episode, too. Um, Finn called her out by name this time. And, along with... Uh, who else was the other one? Was it Slime Princess? I think
1: so.
2: It oh. might have been somebody else. But we see that, you know, there's a bunch of different princesses, um, all supposedly with their own kingdoms.
1: And they're all super random.
2: Yeah. Oh, I mean, there's LSP as well. Yeah. I can't really... I think there's, like... There's like, raggedy doll princess who, like, wasn't mentioned by name, but, you There's know. the
1: princess with the the thing, the, like, the ring on her head?
2: Yeah, I don't... I don't,
1: I don't know what her name is. I don't
2: even know either, so she's very minor. Um, Ghost
1: Princess was in there, too.
2: Oh, oh yeah, she yeah. was, she was. So, yeah, like, I guess, uh, you know, we're just naming off names right now. <laughs> but, you know, some of these characters will show up later. Not huge spoilers. Some of them yeah. don't. It's it, That's, like, the how Adventure Time just kind of rolls. They seem so
1: random at the beginning. Like you feel like you're, they're just like those one-off characters that you're never going to see again. Yeah. And then it turns out that like they have stories. Yeah. Some of them, yeah. Which
2: is like the genius of the show where they can just introduce random things and if they worked out well, they can like roll with it and make them their own characters or just be like, yeah, it was just a random guy because this is a weird world where just like random stuff happens. So yeah. It's a pretty ingenious like plot device, I guess.
1: I've, like, heard interviews of um Penn talking about, you know, how that kind of, their writing process kind of actually goes like that. Yeah. And, like, he even mentioned that they'll, like, go back to earlier episodes to maybe to, like, try to find something to
2: right, yeah. put in
1: new and, like, just kind of, like, it's very, like, just kind of, whatever happens, you know?
2: It just happens. It just kind of flows. Mm-hmm. It's not
1: all, like, planned out and then they develop these amazing stories.
2: yeah. Yeah. They, I've, I've, like, listened to a few interviews with, like, um, like John Muto and, like, some of the other creators. The, the voice of Root Beer Guy is also a writer on the show.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, and they talk about some of their processes, and it's uh, it's really interesting because that's literally it. They're just like, hey, we like this thing. Let's yeah. uh, let's see if we can, like, make it into something bigger. And uh, mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. it does, and, yeah, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, they always
1: do it well. Yeah.
2: I guess... Oh, yeah, they do. They do. Uh, the only... I guess the only other thing I really wanted to bring up was uh, Ice King's drum kit.
1: Number one, babe. <laughs> Number
2: one, yeah. babe. Yeah. So Ice King is—he just starts rocking out, uh, you know, when he's like forcing everybody to play music, and that's really interesting because that makes a recurrence. Music, I guess, music is kind of important throughout the series. Oh yeah, it's huge. You know, we'll we'll see some other characters who are more musically driven later. You know, I guess some more minor spoilers. It's like some of these songs. No, sorry, some of these episodes. They had like these random songs thrown in, and uh that's something they did more of in the b- first few of seasons, and they sort of like died down but I think we're seeing like a recurrence of that in the more later episodes where it's just like random songs of people narrating what they're doing yeah <laughs> in the world so
1: it's pretty it was really silly I yeah love all those songs
2: <laughs> yeah I, I think you mentioned like you uh you there's like a playlist on YouTube or something there's a
1: bunch of them now there mm-hmm. was the one at the beginning but yeah, there, there's like people put them like by season and stuff like right i just have it as background music sometimes when i'm like in my car it's <laughs> really weird
2: yeah some of the songs are legitimately just like really catchy and good there is a famous one that's like around the internet uh called bacon pancakes which was my ringtone for a long time <laughs> Even my
1: dad knows that song and he's like doesn't watch the show and i'll like i'll hear him singing it and yeah. my sister too
2: yeah yeah it's such a good catchy song and there i had the the one where it's like Mashed up with um, Jay-Z's New York. And, and so it's perfect. It's perfect. And it's
1: been his ringtone for, <laughs> for years. How long has it been now?
2: No, I, 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 like, I let it go. I let it oh, go. Oh, did you? When I got a new phone like <laughs> a year or two ago, I just like didn't bother replacing all my sounds. Forever, always. <laughs> but yeah, um, that and uh, one of Ice King's um, lines in a later oh, yeah. episode was my, my text alert. So yeah. A really annoying one. So yeah, really important <laughs> episode with Ice King being... <laughs> introduced here he's one of juliana's favorite characters i know and oh
1: yeah for sure
2: he he definitely was like mine for a long time i don't know who's my favorite character now
1: that's a really hard question
2: yeah like the cast has gotten so big but also so like deep in like the people that or i guess the, the yeah i guess the people the people that you knew um throughout the seasons they sometimes like start showing a side of themselves that you've never seen and it's like oh this random character it always
1: works really well too it does It's like you start like thinking back and you're like yeah this makes sense you know Mm -hmm. even though you didn't see it coming at all
2: yeah they they you'll see hints and it's really cool like it gives the show immense rewatchability because you can like start seeing the hints of so and so like starting to develop in this interest or something like that yeah it's really great
1: I, I guess think TV might be my favorite actually really like i I started thinking about it like in the more like recent episodes uh-huh like she's I used to like I got annoyed with her yeah and then I started like to see everything else oh my god I did, I don't want to say anything but, yeah
2: yeah um, I think you know what I mean yeah I don't think has he been introduced yet bemo maybe very minor but uh
1: I don't think he was in one or two he de- he definitely was in episode one right
2: i don't think so bemo's coming up not a huge spoiler Bimo's yeah. a main character um he's the little robot guy you might have seen on the internet as well so uh bemo's a Adorable. really really interesting it's character to talk about
1: voiced by the same person who voices later lady, Rain- lady rainicorn
2: yeah lady unicorn um, from like episode like i guess one well the pilot especially she makes a minor appearance in episode one yeah um,
1: but yeah she's big in the pilot
2: yeah well, we'll see that we'll see that character develop as well. There was one other line I actually wanted to bring up, which was uh, when Finn's like uh, he's like trying to offload the Ice King onto Jake. He's like, "You need to talk to somebody with a lot of life experience, yeah. like Jake." <laughs>
1: um,
2: so you know, Jake is actually a lot older than he appears. Um, while Finn is twelve, Jake's like actually like in his thirties or something because. Yeah. You know, he goes by dog ears, <laughs> you know, which makes uh, sense in a way. So, even though they are things I shouldn't say just yet, <laughs> yeah, we won't talk about that actually. Uh, we'll, we'll reveal it when it's time, I guess. So, yeah,
1: but um, yeah, it's interesting because I was actually thinking about that too. He is very, he's a, he's just a really good friend because I see, you see his like personality kind of adapt to whatever Finn's age is.
2: He even advises Finn yeah. to, like, take it easy when he was raging against the those bars.
1: Yeah, so he's, like, like mentoring him from the beginning, even though it just seems like he's just acting like a kid.
2: Oh, that's true. But he's
1: not. He's, like, he's being supportive of, like, Finn enjoying the good things about being a kid.
2: Wow, yeah. But he's still,
1: like, responsible. Oh, I mean, sometimes. Yeah. Like, not always.
2: <laughs> not always. But, I
1: mean, he's, like, he's still, like, taking care of him. You know? Yeah. Like,
2: huh. I never actually thought about that relationship that heavily. Um, But yeah, that's cool, yeah.
1: Because they're the best bros.
2: They're the best bros. So yeah, Uh, anything else on your mind? Anything else you were thinking about? Like other shows or...
1: Well, I was thinking earlier when you started talking about the music, um, uh, it's interesting to bring up that Rebecca Sugar was a storyboard artist on Adventure Time. Uh And she also is the one who wrote all of... Marceline's songs, at least, I know for sure. I don't know if she wrote all the songs, uh-huh. but she writes most of Marceline's songs. Marceline's
2: and, a character that'll be coming up. Yeah. <laughs> also very I important. I mean, I'm
1: sure, so. like, people, like, heavily seen, like, stuff of her. Yeah. Um, and so Rebecca Sugar went on to m- make her own show, which is Steven Universe, which a lot of people really love as well. It's, like, amazing. Yeah. And that show is very centered on music. Yes. Like, very it much so. is, like, a vital part of that show is the way that they use music. Mm-hmm. So. It's pretty cool how she, like, kind of started working with Adventure Time and now has, like, her own thing that's, like, a huge deal, you know?
2: Yeah. And she's... I mean, that show's, like, also really far... Like, high up there with uh, with Adventure Time. Yeah. Like, both, these are both shows that I would, like, love to watch with any future kids I may or may not have. Right. <laughs> so... So that's
1: cool because I get to talk to, or whenever I'm babysitting or nannying or like teaching, I get to talk to my kids yeah. about these cartoons and like get their perspective on it. Uh-huh. It's so cool to see like how different like age groups react to it. Yeah. And like my like coworkers and like my bosses are like, why are you watching a children's cartoon? <laughs> like you see, you, you know way too much about this. Yeah. Um, But the kids love it and they love that like they can talk to me about it and I love talking to them about it. It's fantastic. They yeah. notice stuff that like we wouldn't i mean yeah or like appreciate like or other things you know it's i
2: had funny. a i had an instance of that actually when i went and saw inside out in theaters there's a bunch of kids in the theater naturally and uh it was a really like interesting moment when like some of the kids would laugh at something that i didn't think was that funny but they just they just like thought it was hilarious yeah and i was like oh, wow, I probably would have thought that was just as funny if I was, like, Like, 10 years younger, 15 years younger, you know? And uh, so, yeah, that was a very, like, interesting moment. I just happened to notice during the movie where I was like, huh. And then other times I would also notice, like, oh, we're laughing at the same, like, thing, which is, like, I don't know. I think people don't give kids a lot of credit in terms of, like, what they notice and what they're able to process. Yeah. And I'm just constantly, like, seeing otherwise. And, uh... Oh, you know, yeah. Maybe you would, yeah, see that more, you know, being a being a teacher, being a nanny, so...
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you've seen all, like, the statuses I posted this week about stuff that um, my five-year-old was saying about Star Wars. I saw a few of them. All week, like, she... I guess... I don't think she saw the new movie. I know uh-huh. her brothers have. They're older, but it's like... She's... Like, people must be talking about it around her, and she just starts asking me all these questions and, like, remembering... Like characters, I'm like you haven't even seen. This. <laughs> She's like talking about Palpatine, and then what did she say? She um, God, that really threw me. Oh yeah, we um, I finally got her to start calling lightsabers lightsabers instead of lifesavers.
2: Lifesavers. Yes. <laughs> and
1: I was I was so proud of her at that moment. I was like, wait, did you just say lightsaber? You said it correctly.
2: Oh man, It was amazing. That's hilarious. It's yeah, awesome. <laughs> it, was a good, it was
1: a good bonding moment.
2: <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. But
1: yeah, cartoons for little kids.
2: Serious, serious cartoon <laughs> serious discussions. Serious cartoons for little kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, but I think, I think we're good, I guess. Yeah. Unless you have anything else to say. Yeah. I can't think of anything else. So uh, thanks for, you know, having a serious discussion about a children's cartoon with me. <laughs> <laughs> As we actually do a lot, uh, you know, not on the air. Yeah, that's
1: pretty much what we'd be doing anyway. Yeah. (laughs) I guess let's
2: go watch um, some Steven Universe. Yeah, let's do it. Because we're adults. There's
1: there's new ones out. I need to see
2: them. (laughs) All right. See you guys. Bye. I think my batteries are wet. Goodbye.
0: A big thanks once again to Juliana for being a guest on this week's episode and sharing her thoughts with us. Leave your own thoughts on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash churchofLSP, on Twitter at churchofLSP, on SoundCloud, just do a search for churchofLSP, or even good old-fashioned email, you guessed it, churchofLSP at gmail.com. Next time we'll cover episode four, Tree Trunks. I hope you like what you heard, and if not, then... Eh,
2: so what? Let's go play! Yeah, weirdo. I wanna so nice. play yeah. Come on, let's
0: go.